Possibly Speaking, a podcast that explores the highest spheres of spiritual thought as they find expression in our lived experience. Here's our host and the Mashpia of the Light Revealed, Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld. Hey, Chavra. So, Ezra Sachem, we're going to continue with our descent into the world of the Yichotata, like we've been discussing over the past few weeks. Short meditations on the fact that there are two ways of looking at life, two ways of looking at reality. The first perspective, the loftier perspective, the more transcendent perspective, is the desire to see things from the perspective of the upper unity, Yichud Ilah, where Ein Oid Milvado, there is nothing other than godliness, and every experience, no matter how pleasant, no matter how difficult, is meant to be seen through the idealized lens of seeing everything as part and parcel of an infinite and unified expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's infinitude. Now, whether or not a person feels the Yichud Ilah or not is not part of our conversation or not. We're talking about the avoda of a person like myself as opposed to the avoda of a tzaddik. So the perspective of Yichud Ilah is that I should be operating in a mindset of unity right now. I should see the seamless unity and infinite expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I should see it rationally. I should see it clearly. And from that perspective, theoretically, a person can orient themselves to developing a perspective of looking at life where things are less real than they actually appear to be where I'm aware that there's a vitality that enlivens and gives shape to each and every thing, each and every experience at every moment, <coughs> that in spite of the fact that I can't necessarily see it externally, is still present. And that is meant to bring menucha, that's meant to bring bittel, that's meant to bring uh, an awareness and an entrance into the oceanic sense of divine unity. That's the Yichad that's the Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Part of the reason that we close our eyes or we cover our eyes more significantly at the moment of the declaration of faith in the Yichad is because it is not apparent to the naked eye. I can't see it, and therefore I'm covering my eyes in the sense that I can only hear that experience in an audio inner type of logic. That's the Yichad Then we have the Yichad Tata, which is the descent into the gnarly expression of this world, the existence, where there's no longer just the seamless unity of divine expression, which contains within itself the worlds of limitation as well as the unlimited. But rather now we find an apparent distinction between the infinite spaces of revelation and the finite spaces of concealment. Here, not getting into the conversation of the ontological nature of these worlds of separation from the perspective of a yichotata. Here, life feels real. Life is felt in all of its intensity. Life is felt in all of its hardness and softness and ease and difficulty and all of the myriad expressions, the vicissitudes, the ups, the downs, the joys, everything that comprises the day-to-day, hour-by-hour, moment-by-moment experience in this life. Here in the Yichud Tata, it is no longer Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. I'm no longer able to necessarily see the divine unity which is expressed in the name of God, which is Yudke Vavke, and the spaces of limitation expressed by Elokim. That's the Yichud where I see the unity here. I'm stuck in the separation and the difference of it all. Now, this Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus Vod, this blessed be, blessed be HaKadosh Baruch who's present, blessed be his name and his kingship, his governance within the worlds of separation, this experience is very different 
than the smooth oceanic sense of yichud ilah. This is much more intense. Each and every moment provides an encounter with a certain element of concealment, certain restrictions, and each and every moment needs to be dealt with by way of the two forms of divine worship, which is suppressing the intensity of the experience, being fit, and then transforming it to reveal its inner content. But each and every moment represents its own particular singularity of a moment experience that needs to be uncovered and brought back to godliness, back up to that utter unity. But here in the Yichud Tata, in the lower unity, the particulars and the details and the intensity and the struggle is all very, very real. Describing the encounter with the concept of Baruch Shem Kavod Machus Lanvod, discussing the encounter with this lowly perception of the world as something separate, something difficult, something burdensome, something that demands effort and a task where I find myself devoid of that spiritual awareness. So this Baruch Shein Kavon Malchus Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know whether he should say it out loud or whisper it. He wanted to say it so badly. He wanted to be able to identify the godliness that is found in the lower places as well. Because most tzaddikim are busy with the upper places. But Moshe Rabbeinu understood the secret, the secret power that comes about by finding HaKadosh Baruch in the darkness and the struggle. But he felt that it's not appropriate for him to say it because, hey, here I am living in the Yichad Ilah. How can I, how can I descend down into that Yichad Tata? I live in the upper unity. How can I descend down into the lower unity? And the Chazal, the Gemara, give us an example of a princess who smells an odor that is emerging from Sike Kedera, a pungency of scent that is both intense in its power to awaken the selfhood like something bitter, something sour, something that creates an emergence of intensification of selfhood. But at the same point, something that carries a certain ugliness to it, something that is discordant with the unity of godliness. Tzike Kedera, there's a pungency. It's something that I'd like to smell, but I don't want to smell it. I want to feel it, but I don't want to feel it. And that experience, Moshe Rabbeinu sees the power of what it means to uncover godliness from within constriction and concealment in one's day-to-day life. And he says, I want to taste this because in truth, this bears a deeper representation of spiritual work than even the Yichadila does, like we're going to discuss. So instead of announcing it out loud and screaming it out from the mountaintops, or instead of being silent about it, Moshe Rabbeinu uncovers a middle path of whispering it, which is why we whisper, Baruch Shem Kavod Machus we recognize the hidden power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in each and every moment in this world. We recognize the value that comes from finding God in the difficulty rather than in the ease. We recognize the value of the limit over the unlimited and the, vow, the power of the vessel over the light. But we don't want to announce the secret too loudly because it goes against the typical frame of thinking, which sees the upper unity as a higher level of expression. And therefore, those of us who live in the Yichud Tata, transforming the Yichud Tata, that lower unity, into a further expression of the Yichud Ilah, we don't walk around screaming it out loud, nor do we remain silent. We walk around with a whisper, a secret language, a silent language, or a look of the eye, or a sense of the face of a person who has struggled for light in their lives, someone who has experienced Chaim, someone who knows what it's like to feel this world, to place their feet on the ground, to experience reality. And it's in that secret whisper, that whisper of what it means to struggle with concealment and overcome it, that ability to transform the bitter into the sweet, that's the secret language of Baruch Shem Kavod Malchus 
That's the secret pungency that emerges specifically from the concealment of this worldliness, the joys and the pleasures that come from that spicy taste, as the Balatani describes to us, something that sweetness can never provide. What we're going to come to find after speaking about the value of this are mechanisms, ways of confronting the various forms of concealment and entanglements that one finds typically when they descend into the Yichud Tata, which is ultimately for the purpose of revealing the Yichud Ilah even more in one's life, Be'ezer Sashem. Thank you for joining the Possibly Speaking family. Possibly Speaking is brought to you by The Light Revealed, a social media publisher bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tehila Nasanian. And our music is by Zushio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you, so please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org, and feel free to email us and Rev. Joey at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org, or private message us on Instagram or Facebook at The Light Revealed. Thanks for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways.